Welcome to Journey to Brave, a podcast dedicated to empowering women to heal from trauma, cultivate self-acceptance, and fearlessly step into the most brave version of themselves. Hosted by me, Kaya Hunter, certified life and shadow work coach, breathwork facilitator, and NLP and hypnosis master practitioner. Join me as we dive deep into how trauma and the wounds from our past can affect us, how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being, and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing as well as self-acceptance are the foundations for personal growth, and we'll explore the tools, the strategies and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast I want to give you a quick trigger warning before I start the podcast today. Uh, In this podcast, I do mention terminal illness and death. And the topic of today's podcast is also trauma. So if you're not up to listening right now, stop the podcast and come back and listen to it when you feel ready. Okay. So I'm back from a very brief trip to Sydney to see my cousin who's actually terminally ill. It's really sad because it was probably avoidable. He never took a routine scan, so he ended up riddled with cancer. And he's just got a couple of weeks to live. He's 62 years old. My cat has just decided to join the podcast recording this morning. So if you can hear a meow in the background, that is little Milo coming to say hello. But anyway, we made, my sister and I made the 12 hour trip down to Sydney and back to spend a few hours with him and say our goodbyes. He's going to be leaving his gorgeous wife, three teenage kids, as well as his mum, my auntie who's in her 80s, and his sister behind. So before today's episode, I just want to implore you and your partner, if you've got a partner, to please, please, please have these free routine checks. And in Australia, they're free checks, whether it be a skin cancer check, a breast check, a bowel, whatever it might be, it could just save your life. So please go have those tests. So I'm still feeling a little bit raw from the trip and I've allowed myself the last day or so to just be, to just feel sad uh, and allow those emotions and just I've just been sort of taking it easy and coming back allowing myself a couple of days, whatever it takes really, but just to kind of process it all before I come back to reality. So I'd planned to talk about uh, trauma in today's podcast, but it's even more timely given my trip this week. I'm currently undertaking two further certifications, EFT tapping, which I've mentioned previously on the podcast, And the other one is an embodied processing practitioner training. Say that three times fast. So it's basically trauma uh, and somatics or bodywork training. And I'm doing it for two reasons. One is I just love learning as much as I can about human behavior and what makes us tick. I always have. I think I always will. Uh, And two, I noticed that a lot of women that I coach come to me with past trauma In fact, I believe we all have trauma to some degree Um, and it can hold 
us back from creating what we want to create in our lives. I've worked with women who've lost their partner, whose partners have PTSD, who've had traumatic births, who've been in emotionally abusive relationships. And I've suffered trauma from being in one of those emotionally emotionally abusive relationships myself. So what is trauma and what happens to us when we have trauma? And I think like, we often think that trauma comes from big things, right? We hear about trauma from things like sexual abuse, from war, from a bad car accident. And it absolutely can and does come from these things. But I think that the lesser known causes for trauma, the less spoken about causes for trauma are things like I mentioned with some of my clients, but things like getting a divorce, being in a toxic relationship, being continuously shamed or yelled at by a parent when we're young, or you know maybe being neglected or left alone a lot when we're young as well. Like, and I say young, like young children. Another type of trauma is intergenerational trauma. So something that comes down to us from our parents and grandparents, and it gets actually gets imprinted in our genes. And those things show up as family traits. So it might be something like, oh yeah, everyone in our family is shy. Sometimes our trauma can be from conscious memories, things that we remember from childhood or later. And sometimes it might be unconscious. We don't even remember it or realize that that what we're suffering from or what we have is trauma. But one thing that's really, really important to know, it's not the event or incident that causes us to have a traumatic response. It's our own individual nervous system's reaction, our body's reaction. So we can all have a different reaction to the same event. And what causes trauma in one person doesn't necessarily cause it in someone else. So again, it's not the external thing that causes us to have trauma or not. It's our body's reaction to it. And we are all different and we all have different responses. So what happens when we suffer from trauma is our body has a reaction. Our nervous system has a reaction. And typically we either go into flight, fight or a freeze response. You might have heard those terms before. And those responses, that fight, flight or freeze response is an automatic response that occurs in the body when it perceives a threat or danger. So to break those down a little bit more, the fight response is typically characterized by an increase in adrenaline and other stress hormones in our body. And those stress hormones prepare the body to fight back against a perceived threat. And this can be you know, physical aggression or perhaps a verbal confrontation. The flight response involves um, a similar increase in adrenaline and stress hormones in our body. But instead of our body preparing to fight back, the body prepares to kind of flee or escape the situation, escape that perceived danger. And that could include things like, you know, running away or avoiding the threat altogether. And lastly, the freeze response is typically characterized by a sense of immobilization or paralysis. 
need to put my teeth in today <laughs> to talk apparently, immobilization or paralysis in response to a perceived threat. So it's this feeling of feeling stuck or unable to move. It's literally like our body is, you know, has shut down. So these responses are all part of the body's natural defense mechanism and they're meant to help us survive in potential dangerous, potentially dangerous situations, right? And I've talked about it before, you know, when we used to live in jungles and there were saber-toothed tigers coming towards us. These automatic responses that we had, the fight, flight or freeze responses, were to help us survive. But they can also be triggered in situations that aren't actually life-threatening. Things like social anxiety, things like public speaking. I think public speaking is one of the biggest fears that we have. So it's important to recognize that these response these it's important to recognize these responses and when we're having them and learn ways to manage them effectively especially if they're interfering with our daily lives or causing us stress. So techniques such as mindfulness that you know encompasses a whole raft of different things from you know meditation to yoga to you know whatever it might be. Things like deep breathing, EFT tapping, and progressive muscle relaxation. Those things can help in calming the body's stress response and promoting relaxation. So we have a traumatic experience, our nervous system kicks in and we go into fight, flight or freeze. And that energy in our body wants us to find completion. And when it doesn't, it leaves an imprint in our nervous system. And then that traumatic response repeats over and over and over and over again. So as an example, a small child, say, drops a sandwich and they get in trouble from their dad. And so they feel like a disappointment to their dad for dropping that sandwich. Seems so insignificant, right? But that feeling of being a disappointment to their dad could literally stay with them forever. Crazy to think about, right? Something so small, something like being called out in a classroom in front of your, in front of all the other students by a teacher could, could have a lasting effect. So completing a trauma response refers to the process of processing and integrating a traumatic experience and returning back to balance, right? Emotional balance. Because when someone experiences a traumatic event, their body and mind may respond in ways that help them cope with that situation. And that can include heightened arousal, dissociation, and avoidance behaviors. And while these responses may help in the moment, if they persist long after the traumatic event has occurred, then they can interfere with our ability to function and enjoy life. So completing a trauma response involves allowing yourself to fully experience and process the emotions, the thoughts, the physical sensations in your body that are associated with that traumatic event, rather than avoiding or suppressing them. And that can be done through various ways like EFT tapping, somatic bodywork and other therapies. So while working on our mindset and our thoughts can definitely help, 
whether it be a traumatic experience or not, mindset work, I love it. It can definitely help. But when it comes to trauma, like you've heard so far in this episode, because that lives in our bodies, in our nervous systems, and not in our thoughts necessarily entirely, there's another approach, which is coined bottom up. And to explain that, like thought work or mindset work is when we use our thinking to create our emotions, our actions, and ultimately our results. And, and mindset work is considered sort of top down, meaning we start with our heads or our brains. But somatics or body work is often called bottom up because it first focuses on what's going on in our bodies, in our nervous systems. And a lot of techniques in somatics involve moving our body. And that's where we want to be when we're working through trauma. Because trauma, like you've heard so far, lives in our bodies, lives in our nervous system. So to treat it, somatics or body work, that bottom up approach is the way to go. So a last note on trauma, while it might not be possible to completely erase the memory of a traumatic experience, completing a trauma response, like I've explained, can help you move forward in life with a great, you know, a greater sense of well-being, a greater resilience rather than not completing it and having that continued response pop up time and time again, like the kid dropping the sandwich that I mentioned, whatever it might be. So I'm really looking forward to bringing more of this work into my coaching practice and and working with clients and taking more of a holistic approach, particularly when it comes to, to trauma and helping my clients heal trauma. So being able to work both top down and bottom up to help my clients heal from past trauma and and allowing them to go on and create whatever it is that they want to create. I'm also really excited to start discussing it more here on the podcast. So today's really just an intro into trauma, you know, what it is, what it looks like, what causes it, and broadly speaking, the kind of techniques that we can use to help people move through trauma because I think trauma is a massive issue in society all you need to do if you are here in Australia is look at an episode of Married at First Sight right now and I tell you the people on that show the the behaviors that they're displaying a lot of them are all trauma responses And look at the damage that that is doing to themselves and, you know, also to their partners and their relationships. And a lot of, so much what I see in maths right now is trauma responses from those people that are on that show. So I want to shed more light on it and I want to help you understand why you might be feeling the way you do and having some of the inverted commas problems that you might be having. And I want to be part of the solution to helping women with trauma move on and create like amazing lives for themselves and not letting past experiences, past traumas hold them back. So that's my first kind of foray into trauma. Uh, Like I said, I'm going to be talking about it more. I'm going to be bringing it more into my coaching practice, talking about it more here on the podcast and uh, in my social media and so forth. 
So that is it for today's episode on trauma. I hope you have the best week ever and I will see you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide. Stop letting fear hold you back. Start feeling confident and brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.